T-minus 10, 9. You're listening to the Launchpad Podcast with J-Man. Brought to you by Galant Media. Here's your host, J-Man. <laughs> Welcome once again to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm J-Man, and we have a very special lady on the show. And this podcast is going to make your life better. I promise it. Uh, she is a wellness expert, holistic nutritionist, creator, formulator of Golden Root, which is right behind her. Point at it. There you go. Shameless plug. She's also Nutritionist of the Year and Distinctive Woman of Canada. She is the total nutrition diva, Darpan Alavalia. How you doing? How's it going? Thanks for having me, Jason. I'm so happy to have you here. Now, we have connected many times I have never gotten to know you as well as I would have liked to. And I understand why, though, because you're just a busy lady, or should I say a very busy diva? I am a very busy diva, but I like that. I love being busy and love helping people and just, you know. (laughs) Right. And you've been in business now for 20 years. Uh, You're also owner of the Manatic Natural Market. Yeah. And... You were telling it's me it's a local health food store. That's where I'm sitting right now. Um, this awesome painting right behind me was made by a client of mine because I do all my meditations in tree, and um, it's been around here for about 23 years. But I've owned it for 20. Right now, tell me the story of how that came to be. A, a lot of people don't necessarily know this, and I know you want to share. Yeah, so I came to Canada as a foreign student at age 15. Um, I wanted to become a pharmacologist, uh, but my, my really wanted to be a dancer. So when my parents asked me if we wanted to move to Canada, there, my mom's parents lived here who owned a health food store in Hazelden Mall called Granny's. Um, I actually, while working alongside with my grandfather, um, started falling in love with all, everything natural. Like, I mean, I grew up in the natural world anyways, because my mom was quite into energy healing and homeopathy. Uh, but, um, you know, being in the Indian culture, the, the stress off, you know, being a lawyer or an engineer or a doctor was always there, but my parents have been pretty, pretty good with, um, the decisions I've made and I'm happy where I'm at. Um, I used to actually fill up the uh, spice rack my grandfather had in his store, which had about 102 spices and herbs. And my job was to fill it up. Uh, but I absolutely actually hated it because every time I would, I would sneeze and sneeze for like hours because there would be so much herbs and dust from the herbs. Uh, but that turned into a love and hate relationship. And I changed my gears into studying nutrition and lifeblood and, you know, just went the natural way. Right. Now, you do a lot of different things. We're going to try to keep it within a bubble. I don't think it's going to be possible. Uh, I should have brought different hats. (laughs) But I I did want to talk about some of the changes that you've seen in this industry. And I think naturally we will start to topple onto some topics. So 20 years ago seems like a lifetime ago. For some it is. What are some of the changes that you have seen, let's just say generally when it comes to people's health, uh, the way that they address or do not address their health in the ways that they should? Um, I think uh, 20 years ago, um, and I have it very clear, people were more uh, in tuned, I find, um, maybe because there were less bills to pay or maybe the expenses were lower. I'm not, I'm not sure what it was, but people were definitely much more in tune as to what they needed for their body. They took care of their family. They took care of themselves. Whereas now I find, yes, they're taking care of their family, but they always forget themselves, especially women like us who are either, you know, there are single mothers out there or just mothers or even single fathers. I, I, I tend to find that, like, they're not taking care of themselves because they have so much to take around them and they will focus on their kids or their partner or their spouses. Um, and, and that's becoming an issue. Is becoming an issue because if you're not going to take care of yourself and nobody else is going to uh, because you've given them this, this platform where you are the caretaker, uh, then if something happens to you, not only is it affecting everybody else that you were taking care of, but you have nobody really to, in the end, to take care of you until something really drastic happens. So 
Uh, 20 years ago, I found people were more open to preventative medicine, right. whereas now it is more so, even though my focus is preventative, people come see me or other practitioners when they're in a chronic state of health, which is um, more expensive, takes longer to get back on track, uh, and it can be frustrating for many people because they haven't put that time prior to to take care of their health so that now that not only do they have to put time into it but it's more expensive because maybe they have to do extra appointments uh miss work uh, buy extra supplements or medication that's needed for them so uh, lots has changed but besides that even our soil like i mean our whole environment has changed it's not the same as it used to be it was better 50 100 years ago even 20 years ago it was not the best but at this present moment I think I, I, I really worry about our future generations because our soil is so depleted. There is so much pollution. People are not, they're not taking care of Mother Earth and it's, it's going to affect the whole, uh, whole universe. Yeah, I, I believe so as well. And for a loose analogy, I like to think of cars when it comes to preventative maintenance. You know, if you just change the oil every 5,000 or 10,000 clicks and make sure everything's fixed, Usually exactly. cars can run 300,000 miles plus, right? But uh, we're so busy nowadays, you know, we're thinking, oh, I'll fix it later. We never get around to it. The next thing you know, there's a, a $2,000 bill and we have to put a lot more work than we would have liked. So Jason, I have to say, you just reminded me of my grandfather because that's exact example he used to give to the clients who used to walk into the health food store. I'm wise beyond my years. Little did I know. <laughs> I love it. I just love it. <laughs> I read it at a grade four level, though. I can't understand it. I can't put it together. So people are not taking care of themselves. Obviously, uh, there's environmental issues, whether that be environmental issues in the home or universal environmental issues, Mother Earth. Obviously, yeah. there's a lot of changes with our foods, people eating processed foods. We all know how bad that is. So many people have seen the movie supersize me where hamburgers right. and french fries last forever uh, they don't mold in regards to what people are putting in their mouths what are some people of the want something quick and fast and easy there is no quick and fast and easy and when they expect that when they see some practitioner like myself that the changes are going to happen within a day or a week or two not really because you have not taken care of your body and right now your body is screaming and it's going to take a while for it to calm down, mm. right? So you find that people just aren't patient enough with the process. People want right now. Mm. I always say, <laughs> I remember back in the day before microwaves, we used to have things called toaster ovens. Do you have any idea what that is? I have one. Okay, right. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, one person. A toaster oven, and I used to make hot dogs in the toaster oven. And the way it used to work is that you'd put the hot dogs in the toaster oven and you would go do something, and then you would right. go back in a while because it took some time. And then when the microwave came along, it only took like 30 seconds or maybe a minute, but you would sit there and you would just let these microwaves bead into your head. Just consume you, right? But it's never fast enough. People want instant results. I don't think people are going to be happy until we can press a button and it's just there like Star Trek The Next Generation. I think patience is a massive part of the process that a lot of people just miss out on. What would be some advice that you would have for people in regards for just patience and taking it one day at a time? You know, and to be fair, uh, I'm not saying that I'm perfect either. Like, I mean, I'm on the go all the time. I have three kids, I have, I have a dog, I have a business, I have my nutrition business. So I'm on the go as well. But I like first thing in the morning, I tell my clients is when you wake up, forget about anything that has to happen. Take even if it's just five or 10 minutes before you even get out of the bed, just stretch, breathe, and just, just gratitude with what you have around you uh, and focus what you need for the day instead of just having a busy mind as to what needs to be done. Just, just, just have a system where you're doing me time. Me time is so important. Once you have that me time, then, whether it's working out first thing in the morning, going for a walk, doing yoga, dancing, anything, anything that's going to bring you to a, a Zen mode. So the rest of your day is going to be much better overall uh, is what I tell my clients, because when people wake up, the first thing they jump up, 
they go wake up the kids. For example, like, you know, I got to have three kids to make sure their, their breakfast is ready and this and that is ready. But if it was a little bit more structured uh, as to like, yeah, this has to be done the night before. Maybe it has a schedule you have to make. Yes, it may take time, but that little time that you put together will go a long way. And involve your kids. Let's not just baby them to the core. Let them be uh, kids still, but involve them in, in nature, involve them in food. So my kids, I tell them, they make their own breakfast. Like, yes, I'll make the dinner. Uh, they make their own breakfast. They, they will make, I'll give them recipes. They'll make zucchini bread. They'll make chocolate chip cookies, whatever. So I still have my time. They're still learning nutrition. They're still learning that they're able to take care of themselves. So you have your own time. And I'm not saying that was always the case, like, you know, um, but it, you have to come to a point where, where if you don't take care of yourself and have that five, 10 minutes or whatever time you need to just ground yourself, um, then the whole rest of the day is so much better. Otherwise it's, it's chaotic. It's, 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 it's crazy. Right. So let yeah. me touch on this. I wasn't expecting to, uh, but I think it's also important because what you're basically saying is number one, lead by example. Number two, how important it is for children to start to understand nutrition. Uh, we've seen more and more with the studies that are coming out that there's this massive disconnect in between uh, where people's food come from and the knowledge of, of the children right. that are consuming this food. They don't even know like where eggs come from or where their, where their meat comes from. It's food made in the grocery store. Right, exactly. And right? that's, that's really, really scary. So it's no surprise to me that you know the, the real <laughs> pandemic that we're dealing with in, in some cases would be the fact that we have a regularly obese universe right now and people are becoming more unhealthy by the day. And that's obviously due to number one, like you were speaking of earlier, uh, wanting to get things now, uh, right? Yep. And also the price, bad food, shitty food is cheap and it's easily accessible and it's all over the place. It's amazing that all these fast food restaurants can stay open. You would think there would be a saturation and some people would lose out. Everyone's making money. Uh, in Everybody, fast food. food is huge. You just pay a little extra, yes, when it's more expensive. And it can be, it, it is difficult for, for many people who are not making ends meet, meet to be able to do that. Right. But there are other ways of doing it. Maybe perhaps a small little garden in your backyard where you have some things growing. Like there's different ways of going about it. Um, we just right. need patience and time. And once we put that together, that will really go a long way. Right. So Darpan, really what are the things way. that we can do then in regards to, you know, childhood obesity, right? The, you were talked about the, the future uh, of your children and, and future generations, you know, for the parent out there that's struggling right now, that has a child that's overweight, it's a difficult thing to deal with. What are some steps that you mm -hmm. think they can take? Number one, obviously just acknowledging the fact that they have an overweight child. What are some of the things that maybe they can do to encourage that child to lose weight you know, where they're I not putting any pressure on the of, child? I see all ages of clients. I see from babies to teenagers going through anxiety, uh, wanting to be very much like what social media wants them to look like to, to kids who have ADD or obesity. And, and um, I always start with, are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough exercise? Are you sitting in front of the TV all day just playing your game, especially with COVID going on right now? I understand many people are on there. And the most importantly, how are your bowels moving? Um, if your poo is not good, that gives you so much indication of what's going on inside the body. Right. And it, it, be open with your children. Talk to them out about bowel movements. I know my kids go a little crazy when I talk about it, but now they're used to it. They know what the shape it should be, what it should look like. Um, it, 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 we shouldn't shy out because we're talking about something this personal, but you know what? Something this personal is very important to make kids understand that if they're not going to the washroom every day, there's a problem. Right. If they're constipated, if they have diarrhea, um, all these are problems. And during the last 20 years, and this is an ongoing thing I've found, is people don't think bowel movements are very important. Yeah, they think, yeah, water is needed. 
but bowel movements, yeah, I skip a day, I skip two days in my family, it's normal. I hear so many different things and I'm like, that's telling you right there that you're not eating right, you're not chewing your food right, you're not digesting your food right, and you're not eliminating. And when you're not doing any of that, that's where diseases are going to come inside your body because if you're not eliminating, where do you think all this stuff is going? It's putrefying, going back into your bloodstream and causing right. havoc. And so right? what is a method that maybe you would suggest that somebody would use to get their kid on the right track that doesn't want their child to necessarily know that there's something wrong? Maybe that's scary uh, for them. I mean, it... you don't have to approach them showing that it's scary. Maybe you can perhaps just talk to them like you you would about um, candy to treats to good and bad to uh, what's right and wrong. Uh, just showing them that, making sure that, you know, buddy, you, you need to go to the washroom every day and make sure you're drinking enough water and we have to have a balanced meal. The best way for kids is to make it as colorful as possible and below the age of like four, their palates are still growing. So as much new foods you can give them to try, more likely down the road, they not only will they have less allergies, less health issues, but they'll be more open to trying different foods. When I see some clients, kids, they're eating the same foods over and over and over again because that's all they know. And that's not full nutrition food. We have massive amounts of herbs and fruits and vegetables all around us, you know? So try to incorporate your, your food, make it look like a rainbow almost as the easiest way to tell the kids is, and then like a fist size of protein, unless they're vegetarians, we can, we can talk about that, making sure they're having lots of vegetables because vegetables is going to give you fiber. It all comes down to teaching them, not scaring them, but teaching them the value of food, the value of nutrition, the value of being healthy. Um, I, like I think that. maybe it comes first nature to me. So sometimes I find I get frustrated talking about it, but uh, I think it's, it's, it's a way of life. People have forgotten how to live the way of life. Yeah. I think and it's I don't really know if you fascinating. agree with that, but I, I see it in every day, every day. And it's, it's you know, sad. Thinking about food as a currency, right. And, uh, where there, there's obviously high caliber foods, which you could place a high value of currency on. And then obviously like, you know, the crappy foods, th there's a reason why they're cheap because it's low currency food. You shouldn't be putting it in your body or maybe putting in your body the least amount as possible. Or have them, right? Jason, like, it doesn't mean you can't have them. I could still have chips, cookies. You, it is a moderation. And I think when we get so busy uh, with our lifestyle, um, kids can start taking advantage of that. They'll get, not only do they see their other friends eating certain, you will find it will disappear a lot faster because First of all, you're too busy taking care of either cleaning, cooking, whatever. And if, if a child comes to you, asks you a question, many a times there's not full attention happening there. So they, they automatically, you might say, they ask you a question. And I hear that from my clients too. It's, and I've been there where they ask you a question, you're too busy. Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and do whatever. Mm -hmm. And then next thing you know, they've already had a big box of cookies between the two of them. Right. Okay. Right? Like, I mean, having moderation is important if you're going to start restricting them that's an issue too because that's where mental health and, and and the brain function comes in they are wondering why am i not allowed unless you're explaining to them the full benefits and the pros and cons of of what you're telling them not to do they would want to go with anything as human nature for us if someone tells us you can't do that your curiosity goes crazy like why can't i do that I've seen you do it. Why can't I do it? I'm going to go do it. Okay. So it really just comes down to number one, being a student yourself. And then number two, yeah. being an educator and educating your children on Education what it is, is that you're doing and why. And making them involved in, in with, with, with nature, like take them out for walks, make them understand. Like there's so much our, our nature gives us herbs, mushrooms, let them, let them, let them be kids, but still, like, let nature teach them. Right. Yeah. 
the the universe's greatest teacher for sure. Oh my now, gosh, yeah. we were talking about pooping and nobody yeah. ever wants to talk about poop. I love talking about poop. And I was sure that you weren't say the poo lady. Right. <laughs> It'll be a little bit more difficult to market, but uh, yeah, we can talk poop, but obviously digestive systems, things of that nature, the microbiome, I think I'm pronouncing that properly. I know uh, a little bit about that. Apparently, uh, you know, when they talk about the, the brain and the stomach, you know, when you have a bad feeling, you feel it in your gut, that right. the gut is really the center of, you know, everything and how important yep. it is for us to take care of our gut health. So for those that aren't familiar with gut health, microbiome, this and that, why should they be taking such good care of their gut? You know, your digestive system is like your second brain. You know, I call it still the first brain, but, you know, we need this. So it has to be there. Um, there is so much that you're putting through uh, your mouth to digest and eat and food um, that you want to make sure that your whole system is working well because if your gut's not happy, your brain's not going to be happy. If your uh, bowels are not moving, it's going to putrefy inside your gut and cause more issues, which is going to cause... IBS, Crohn's, constipation, ADD, ADHD, any of the brain-connected issues are directly connected to your gut. So if you're not keeping your gut happy, 99% um, of the time, you're going to have so many disease and diseases because your immune system is connected directly to it. Your liver is connected directly to it. Your brain is connected directly to it. So if, if you're not going to keep this tummy happy, uh, it's, it's, it's going to cause so many different issues. So, for example, um, when I get a client or a client's kid, and I have a lot of ADD, ADHD clients who are older too, I always go work on their gut first because I know there is something going on there. And especially when I'm doing the live blood analysis, it's able to show me a lot of the microbiomes and different, different um, issues that are happening. Maybe they're not digesting their proteins and that's putrefying. We go right into the gut health to make sure the gut healing is happening. Because if the gut is got a leaky gut happening, that means there's food molecules being leaked through your stomach intestinal lining into your bloodstream and that's where the allergies happen to and that's where again the disease starts and that's where your body becomes more acidic so without going to too much science into it uh basically what you want to do is make sure you're drinking enough water eating enough fiber having a balanced meal making sure you're going to a bowel movement every day majority of my clients right now uh, who have worked with the bowels i would say they probably go one to two times a day Ideally, if you look at all the back, back research, they say every time you eat a meal, you should be going to the washroom that often. So if you're eating three big meals a day, you need to be going to the washroom three times a day. If you're not, then things are not working as efficiently. Now, food has changed. Environment has changed, I would say. And, the, and then the types of foods we're eating has changed. If you can even go just once a day at least you're eliminating something but if you're not doing that that means your gut is completely off and we have these good microbiome microbiomes and good and bad bacteria let's go with the simple words for people good and bad bacteria that's all over our body when we have a balance of them and we want more of the good and a little more less of the bad ones uh, that's perfect when it fluctuates around here or the bad goes higher is that's where we see fibromyalgia candida uh we see so many different issues autoimmune issues happening in the body people don't think if they have thyroid issues that's connected to the gut it is connected to your gut so every single organ system is directly connected to your gut so okay. um that's Sharp what hand. i specialize in because you're scaring the shit out of me. And I don't even know if that's a good thing at this point because you're saying I, I should want to be shitting. <laughs> but like that was some of the most horrifying things I've ever heard. But you know what? We're, we're talking straight facts and truth here is, is if, if you have an issue in your body somewhere, it is connected to somewhere else in the body. And majority of the time, it is the gut that's the issue. 
So we need to make sure your gut's healthy, it's happy, your bacteria levels are in a good balance, and then you will not have that many issues. I mean, you can still have some issues. Some things, sorry, I just dropped you. Um, Some things can be like, you know, genetic, and genetic does play a role. Uh, But we still need to take care of our body and be more in tune. Most people don't even know what symptoms they're having until I actually talk to them about, are you getting this? Are you getting that? And they're like, yep, I've had that for the last few months. Oh, I've had that for the last 20 years. They're they're not aware of these symptoms because they're not listening to their body. They're go, 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 go till they crash. I'm going to focus on one big one right now because obviously now we know that if there's something wrong with your body, Go, go the see guy. the total nutrition diva. Darpan's going to take care of you. She'll let you know where. Because Lord knows what it could be. But Just I not allowed definitely... to send me pictures, okay? I have people right. send me pictures that I don't pictures. want to pictures. Right. Uh, that, th- there's so many things that you can do. Like, there's so many pill poppers out there, so on and so forth. I strongly suggest before you do any of these medications, mm-hmm. go see a specialist like, like Darpan that, that knows what she's doing. And it could be some simple fixes of put, putting these toxins in your body. But I, I do want to touch on cancer. Everyone's been been touched by cancer in one way, shape, yeah. or another. And you know, this is obviously uh, you know the, the big scary monster that's that's out of the closet. Uh, right. I'll share my own personal story. I'm not sure. I think you're familiar, but I lost my mother four years ago. Yeah. Uh, to, to cancer, pancreatic cancer, and and that's I, a tough I've, one. It is, and I've lost so many people that are near and dear to me in my family alone uh, due to cancer. Now, I'm a big follower of Louise Hay, and I know that you're a very universal creature, right? And and disease is dis-ease in the body. Uh, But to to stick with, you know, the simpler things, in regards to preventative measures that people can take to lessen the odds of developing a cancer or an incurable cancer – what are the things that people can do day to day to prevent those things from happening? Um, easier said than done, but as much uh, me time and stress load to be lower would be very beneficial. Breathing, majority of the people who even walk in every day in the store, I can tell they're very shallow breathers. You need to do deep breathing because that's really good for getting more oxygen in the body. And with all the environmental issues that we have, we're always filling up all free radicals in our body. So breathing is really important. Drinking the right water, making sure your bowels are moving every day and eating lots of antioxidants. So antioxidants come from fruits like oranges, the white little thread that's on there that people usually throw is quercetine. It's got lots of antioxidants. Don't throw it, eat it. Um, eating more fresh food, more seasonal food. Um, right, dark and man, making I- sure... I don't want to interrupt. I don't want to interrupt, but I'm going to. Uh, But there's also, I know that you are a big fan of a particular type of water, and maybe you just didn't want to give yourself a shameless plug. Because I know that you have some there, and I've drank that water before. Do you still have it at your store? Yes, I do. Go ahead. Give it a little bit of a plug. (laughs) Okay, so it's hydrogen water called Kangen Water. Uh, My daughter was nine when she made me want to buy this system. Uh, but I did my research for six months before I actually bought the system. I'm very happy with it. I use it with all my clients. I use it with my cancer, my fibromyalgia clients. It makes different pH of water. So without um, going too much in detail, it, it is good quality water like you would get right from the, from the stream, from the spring water uh, with extra antioxidants that wasn't polluted. Um, Because, you know, our tap water has lots in there um, and lots of the other waters like reverse osmosis that people are using that think it's good. It's all dead water. You're not getting the good. For me, uh, you know how hypocrites, like, you know, they say, like, you know, you are what you eat. I 100% believe in that, but you are what you absorb. You can eat the best food, the best supplements, and it's going back to the gut again and the food. And um, if you're not absorbing all these things, then you're not really benefiting from it. So Kangen water actually is structure water that's getting right in your cellular structure um, to give you that, that, that antioxidant effect, that good water that used to be hundreds of years ago that you would be able to get from the well 
uh, which was not contaminated. Uh, so yes, thanks for that slug for the king of water. I, I am wow. a big believer on it because I have seen it firsthand work, amazing results for my cancer clients. We're covering a lot of shit here. See what I'm doing? We are covering a lot, covering a lot of shit. A lot of poop. We haven't even talked about Golden Root. Uh, you know, we're gonna, like we'll talk about Golden Root right now. We'll talk about Golden Root right now because there's a lot of things that you know, are, are very unique to your shop. We're talking about the water. We're going to talk about the healing table as well. But right now, oh, yeah, we, will, table. we will talk about Golden Root. Now, when I first met you, actually, what brought us together was that bottle. Remember, yes. because we were talking about live in the live marketplace and, you know, potentially right. finding a spot for golden root. So tell people, I mean, in today's landscape, you know, with, with, with COVID and people obviously just being heightened in regards, just wanting to have a better immune system as a whole, how can golden right. root help? So this like guys is the must in every household. I originally formulated this just for my kids, uh, for just overall immunity, digestion, and because there was a huge hype of turmeric happening, and I'm a turmeric queen, inside out, about whatever you want to know about turmeric, um, is people were using turmeric in, in wrong ways. They were adding turmeric powder directly into their smoothies. And in the Ayurvedic medicine, if you look back and sit down, because, you know, turmeric comes from our Indian tradition way back, way, way, way back, um, is, is it cannot be used in a cold environment because it will and can do the opposite. So if you're using it for inflammation, using it in the wrong way can actually cause inflammation in the body. So one of the reasons I had made this definitely was for my kids uh, and for some of my friends who were going through cancer treatments. Uh, I can't make a claim on this for cancer. Uh, my claims on this is just digestion, immune system, and inflammation. Uh, but um, if she ever listens to this and I can always ask her to check this out she can her cancer had reduced 0.3 uh in size within a month of just using this wow. and her doctor was very surprised because she wasn't doing medication at that time and she wanted to know he wanted to know what you she was taking and i actually met with him um so how this came upon was mainly for my family but when I saw the results from my friends and my clients uh, with Crohn's to fibromyalgia to cancer benefiting, I uh, got it done in a lab now. It's formulated. I am not allowed to make it in my household anymore. And basically what it is, is, is all organic fermented turmeric, ginger, lavender, oregano, and black pepper, all food grade. What makes this different from any of the turmerics in the market is, is the most bioavailable one in North America as it's not fat-soluble. Because turmeric is a fat-soluble spice and people, as we get older, our digestive system starts to slow down. So we're not breaking down our proteins and fats as efficiently. And I would say probably 70% of the adults that come through, I would say from the age of 45 to 70, don't have a gallbladder because uh, that was taken out for whatever reason. And many of the people, um, even currently in this, in this lifetime happening, are having a lot of high liver enzymes and the liver function is not very well working. So when you're taking fat-soluble supplements, you're not really getting the full effect of it because it's not breaking down in your system as it's supposed to and getting the cellular structure, whereas this bypasses the whole molecular structure of breaking down the fat it gets in your system within minutes and it's great for this time. It's not specifically for COVID, but it is great for supporting the immune system by 83%. And uh, if you go check out Tony Shundiva, you'll see tons of testimonies where people are like, since they started taking it, they haven't had a cold in two years. Since they started taking it, their Crohn's has been remission for four years. Like there has been such amazing testimonials that, and it tastes good. It tastes like salad dressing. But Darpan, <laughs> Darpan, does it make you poo? Yes, it does. Oh my God, it makes you poo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> makes you poo. So because it's helped healing your gut lining uh, and it has its natural pre and probiotics in here, it is helping uh, balance your bowels and bring down the inflammation. So everything is going to flow awesome. 
I've heard bowels more today than I've heard it in my entire life. And my father knows you. My father uh, went to get stuff from you when you were getting started, I think, you know. Yeah, he was a client of mine uh, at the Total Nutrition um, Clinics. Uh, I had started back in 2008, and that's the book that I'm writing with my partner, finally finishing it up. Uh, He was my client in 2009. 10 and a bit of 11. And he still speaks of you. And he's a gentleman that says bowel movements. My dad doesn't say, got to go to the it. washroom or take a shit. <laughs> bowel movements. That's only one way to say it. Your bowels you were, have to be moving. I, right. I had no idea that you were his son until you told me. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. The universe oh, brought us sure. together. The universe. I've been around for way too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about that book. We'll get around to the healing table because you just talked about the book. Now, obviously, yeah, COVID, business, sure. uh, it's been difficult for everybody. Some businesses are thriving. It's crazy. Like, if you're in plexiglass right now, you're a millionaire. Uh, now, with your pivot, you've had some time to do some other things. A book is something that's kind of been in the works for a while, but now COVID has yeah. made for some real solid time to get to this book. What is it about, and why do people want to read it? Yeah, so, like, I mean, you know, there's been pros and cons with COVID for sure. This is one of the pros. Um, when I started my clinics back in 2008, uh, my focus was always to teach people to understand their own body. So I could still, as a nutritionist, and other practitioners, be still there. But for them to understand and be able to read their own blood reports where they don't have to wait for months to get in to see a client was very very, very important thing for me. So with my partner, Kathy, we've been writing this book called Are You Nutritionally Naked? It's an awesome, awesome title. I love it. Um, and we've, because of COVID, we have actually decided to kind of put that together because this is the kind of time we were hoping that you, we wouldn't be in where we're having either difficulty time going to see a doctor or can't get our appointments or waiting longer than we're supposed to. And I wanted to launch this way before anything like this, I even dreamt of happening as this pandemic so people can understand and, and take care of themselves. Um, so we are finishing, hopefully, uh, the ebook by, um, by next month, and there'll be a bigger version coming out two months later. Uh, with that is attached our Are You Nutritionally Naked program. And that's what we want to focus on. That's the program we've been running since 2008, which actually your father um, did do a portion of that program uh, before we had shut down that clinic at that time in 2011. Um, This is all about teaching people what to look for, uh, what not to look for, what supplements to take according to what symptoms they have, how to read their blood reports if they can't get a hold of their doctor or their doctors are not listening to them or or are ignoring the fact that they might have the symptom. Um, and I mean, like, I, I love our medical system. Our medical system is amazing. In Canada, we have such a beautiful medical system. But with that comes pros and cons too because we have to wait till it's time to be able to see and get in. And sometimes for many clients, it's, it's too late, you know, things have already started to go south. Um, So with this program that we are going to be teaching people that we're launching October 8th uh, is uh, learning everything basically we know and we we have learned and experienced in the last 20 years of doing nutrition and teaching nutrition. We want general public to understand um, what to do when something like this happens, hopefully it won't happen again, something like this happens, or even just generally knowing um, how to read their blood results for themselves and their family so they can take care of themselves, right? Um, So our focus right now is the book. Um, Again, it's called Are You Nutritionally Naked? If you go to Total Nutrition Diva page on Facebook, you'll see it. And I just launched the Facebook page for Are You Nutritionally Naked too. But keep an eye on that one because we will probably be giving the book out for free as well before the program launches as well. Um, For us, our main focus is just getting people uh, to the right 
testings, the right, right products that they would need instead of going online, listening to different advertisements where they would think, oh, it's a miracle drug. There is no miracle drug that hasn't been. There never will be, I think. Uh, it's all marketing. I'm in a health food store. I know that I sell product and I get a rush of people when Dr. Oz says this new product now is a miracle drug. Um, but every time they walk in, they also know that I'm going to give them my honest opinion as to like, they don't maybe perhaps they need something they really have a symptom with. So this book is going to give them a lot of information that we as practitioners, me, myself, and my partner for 20 years have been working. And I think it's, it's, it's a, it's a book that everybody needs to understand what, what they need to do to take care of themselves and their family right. with or without us. Well, I can only imagine. I've gotten so much information in the last however minutes that we've been talking. It's like drinking through no a idea fire hose. How long you've been talking. I can only imagine this book. This book has about that much knowledge in it. This lady, and I can only imagine, that's just you. You have a partner doing this too? Uh, a wealth of well, knowledge. She's amazing. She was supposed to be here today, but something came up, but that's okay. That's fantastic. I'm looking forward to seeing that book for sure. I can always use that little bit of an edge. and I think you'd be perfect for stops. the program. You will love the program. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about something else that's very exclusive uh, to your shop. And we were talking about your healing table. Now, yes. there's not a whole bunch of people that can lay claim to having a healing table. Tell me about this healing table. So I, 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 have, I, have, I have a tough time using the word healing, but it's a very interesting uh, experience table. It's called the Trinity Table. Um, it was made by a guy who worked with NASA. Uh, he has passed away. Um, there's only one of those tables in Canada, and it's right here at Manatic Natural Market in the small little village of Manatic with me. Uh, and there's only 17 in the world. Uh, what it does is, is basically uh, it's made of oak. So if people understand teas and, uh, trees and energy, oak wood holds memory. So there's a whole process first when the guy built the table, which tree was chosen to make the table. And um, with the, uh, your weight, so it's hard to explain. The table goes like this. When you lie down it with your weight, it kind of raises up and it rotates very slowly, four times per minute, to get you into theta stage of healing. So if you're not familiar, the alpha, the beta, the theta wavelengths in the brain that does different things in the body. And there's a lot of research behind that actually. Um, the easiest way to say is, is, you know how when you're going into a sleep mode and you wake up, there's a sh short period of time during both periods where your body gets into a theta stage is where the healing happens in the body. This one, uh, this particular table can get you into that theta stage under an hour. So it's, it's, it's a miraculous table. I'm not saying it's miraculous, but it is a miraculous table. Um, it does a beautiful journey for people. Some people get messages. Uh, we definitely do Reiki on clients when they go on it. We balance their chakras as well to make sure everything is in alignment before they're going into this ride with the Trinity table. Is absolutely not religious, but we do work with archangels. Um, and many a times we get messages, like depending on if I'm doing it or one of my, my, my other colleague who's a medium psychic is doing it. And Lily White is the main um, facilitator for the, for the table before I became the main facilitator now. Um, it, it, it's an interesting journey. I think Jason, I invite you to come and check it out. I, I think sure. you will, I know you're very intuitive yourself. So someone who's open to the, this kind of a world, even though they call it new age, it's old age. Um, you will see a huge benefit and okay. just going on, on this, uh, table for a session. This will not make me poop though. Well, no, <laughs> so no. there has activity. to be some things over here that don't, like, we don't want to have diarrhea either, right? Like right. we want to <laughs> make sure everything is in balance. Fair no, enough. this is in balance here. Uh, okay. I got a quote for you. Yeah. Uh, be careful what you throw out and manifest in the universe for its listening. Be prepared to receive. 
Yes. Yeah, that's very, very important. Universe is always listening. So even like I know, again, I don't keep on seeing my kids because that's who I talk to the most is if they're saying something negative, I always put a stop just like, don't say that, change those words. And I know they're still growing. And some of them, sometimes they'll listen to me. Sometimes they're like, mom, you're just crazy. But like what you put out, universe is listening because we're all vibration and energy. So whatever you're throwing out is going to eventually come back. So that's why I was saying you can be more positive and have gratitude in the morning when you wake up. It just makes the whole day so much better. Um, I 100% believe in that. And I believe that, you know, universe has my back. A lot of times I leave things um, to the universe because I know if that's what the universe has planned. It's what needs to be done with it. So what I want or not is not the question. And people need to know the difference between wanting and needing. Not everything that you want is what you need and everything that you need is what you need at that present or that time period. So I don't know if that explained at all because I went all over, but um, the universe definitely is, is always, always, always listening. Yes, I agree. So I want to touch on one more thing in regards to food. Um, okay. And then I, I just want to talk exclusively about you. Yeah. No, one food or one thing that, you know, people are consuming that they, that they think is good for them, that really isn't. Just one. Oh, you know what? Uh, that's a very, very wide question. You know why? Because every individual is going to be very different. And that's what I specialize in is when people come in, they're like, my friend is not taking this and she lost weight. And my friend said not to take this. Everybody's body chemistry is so different. So that it would be very... Very hard to say that one, but I would say keep away from processed foods. Keep away from sugar. You know, there, sugar didn't exist to way, way back. We, we just had fruits, right? Um, sugar does cause a lot of imbalances in the body because it makes the body acidic. So I would say that, and I know my dairy farmer friends, because one of my best friends is a dairy farmer, is not going to like it. I am not big on dairy, but that's a personal choice right. uh, because of the process that goes through uh, with it. Um, I would say um, probably sugar and processed foods. Let's stick with those two. If we can okay. keep away from those, great. Right. What but is, there, but is there one thing that people are taking that they think is good for them that isn't like, for instance, you know, you say Dr. Oz says this is great. And the reality is, you know, what? it's it, it's really not all that fantastic. There's other things that they could do or supplement or whatever it might be. So give me an example. What, what, what have you heard? Like, what do you think is, is something that you think is good to take every day that you've heard otherwise? Listen, this is my fucking show. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have- don't ask me questions. Don't put me on the spot like that. That's my job to do that you to you. Know what I you know, mean? That, like, I mean, that, that's, that's a good that's question. A uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. You know, there's a lot of people, for instance, that will eat uh, bread. I don't care what type bread. of bread it is. Bread's just not bread. good. I remember when I worked in shake-based nutrition, and people would give me a lot of grief sometimes about what was in the shake. I said, do you eat bread or cereal? Uh, and you know, they're, they're all like, yeah, like about 90%, I think of Canadian households have cereal, uh, you know, in, in their cabinets. And if you take a look at the laundry list of ingredients, none yeah. of what you will, you will recognize and yeah, you're putting you can't that pronounce in your kid's diet. Right. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, cereals, starches, bread, stuff like that. A lot of people think, oh, I'm eating whole grain bread and that's good for me. Well, how about just not eating bread at all? Uh, and picking up a fruit. I think, yeah, I think bread is definitely overrated because people think that for, first of all, when people say I want to eat breakfast and I'm making a menu plan for my clients, a lot of times they'll see that it it doesn't contain bread, but a lot of times it'll be just crackers and smoked salmon. And they'll be like, that's not, that's not breakfast. And I'm like, yeah, but who made breakfast? Like who makes what breakfast is supposed to be? You go with what your body needs, Right. right? Um, Yes, bread bread is not on the top of my list either. If I do eat some bread, uh, it would probably be in a burger form if I'm going to eat once in a while. Mm. Um, I would probably say, see, that's such a tough one because everybody's so different. Um, for me, the number one thing would be um, 
Cheese as protein. Okay, there we go. That's a good one. Yeah, right. yeah that cheese was worth working like, on. Oh, I eat cheese as protein. Like, no, that, that no. It's, see, it's see, you know what we just figured out? Like a grilled what? cheese sandwich? Never. Don't do it. <laughs> there we go. Right there, add the cheese. Don't and the do cheese it. Are just processed cheese is not even fresh cheese. Right. It's not even cheese. Right? Yeah. So anything processed is like, and I mean, it, it's okay to do once in a while. It doesn't hurt. Right, right, right. You know, Everything you in moderation. All the time, so it doesn't hurt, but don't do it every day. So Darpan, nutritionist of the year that speaks for itself. That's why I want to have you on the show uh, because you're the number one person to talk to when it comes to taking care of your body, right? In a number of different ways, you know, not just physically, but spiritually as well. And that's why I wanted to make sure that I had uh, this talk with you. Now, Distinctive Women of Canada, four times uh, this yeah. has popped up. This is a little bit different, right? So what would qualify you for being on that list? Obviously, it's an exclusive list. Uh, there's only a few dozen people that, that get this honor each and every year. Uh, what does it mean to you and why? Um, last four years, I have been Distinctive Women of Canada and actually won the Philanthropy Year Award uh, last year through them as well. How do you get on the list? Honestly, it's uh, a word of mouth where uh, certain members who've been basically probably uh, watching you for a while and um, your name has come up a few times as to um, perhaps you're good at what you're doing. Uh, and they reach out to you to see if you want to be a, a member of, of that, that association. Um, and it's, it's definitely an honor. I mean, like, I never expected as a kid or as a foreign student or immigrant when I came to Canada that I would be at that level. But I am definitely proud of and honored to be there for sure. Yeah, I think it's really the greatest honor when you're recognized by your peers because those are really the people that know it doesn't really come down to a popularity contest uh, opposed no, to that. not at all and i honestly jason i i i'm blessed because i get awarded every single day because you know when people walk in and they tell me oh my gosh my friend sent me because you helped her and can you help me or i get messages going you look thank you i have my life back these are these are just I, it makes me emotional, but at the same time, I'm on the right path. Right. Right? Like, I, I love what I do, and I, I love to see when people feel better, and they recognize that they're feeling better, and then that, that, that's, that's huge for me. Right. And yeah. I, I know that you have three daughters. No. Uh, oh, what? No. <laughs> I have one daughter. One daughter? <laughs> oh, I thought I saw three. I apologize. So it's three children. You have two two boys and a girl. Two boys and a girl. Oh, get yeah. out of town! I'm so. Yeah. I, I don't know what picture I was looking at, <laughs> but I at least I knew there was three. Like girls. <laughs> oh my god! I hope I think you're going to say something awful, like you know, I don't one disappeared or something like that. You know. Like, anyways, uh, you're you're very you're you're a very powerful woman, uh, and. I don't, I don't find that you go out there and you necessarily preach it, but you're very definitely strong on being a, a female and, you know, being woman. And I was reading an article that was being done on you. And there was a question, there was a question that you said you adored. So I wanted to make sure that I gave you the opportunity to vocalize it here, opposed to it just being in print. And that would be advice that you would give to, uh, younger women, you know, that, that are up and coming, blossoming into their, into their best selves, what, what would be some advice that you would have for them? Listen to their gut. Listen, take time for themselves. Um, don't say your no when there's a no, but don't take a no. For example, uh, when I went to one of the bigger banks, when I was age 18 with a business plan, um, I was given a no for many reasons because, you know, female, 18-year-old, no business experience. Hence, I'm still here 20 years later, even after my business being burned down. Um, it's so important to take care of yourself because... It's very easy to lose yourself in social media, um, in your love, uh, in different aspects of life. And always keep a little bit of you um, first. 
I don't know if that makes sense what I said, but like you said it, it makes sense. Okay. That's, that's your okay. message that you yeah. put out into the universe, right? Yeah, like I mean, I have been that person where I've put everybody else in front of me and um and it took a little while for to learn certain lessons and, and then to grow up. Um, and obviously everybody has to go through their journey. I tell my kids and a lot of time they will brush it off. Sometimes they will listen, but I think it's an experience that need to go through and they need to make the right and wrong decisions themselves. And that's how they're going to learn. Uh, but the biggest thing is like, like be grounded and stay strong and, and know what, know what you want. And it's, 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 it's okay. It's okay to be vulnerable. That was, ah. that, that's huge for me because I hate being vulnerable. But it's okay to be vulnerable. You nailed it. And that's from one of the top female entrepreneurs right here. That I think that's the best advice that you've given uh, today. That's really, really important stuff. Besides the bowels, really? Well, <laughs> outside of the bowel movements. <laughs> so tell me something I don't know about you. Outside of universe, outside of nutrition. Like, oh, dancing. What's going on I with dancing? Dan I honestly, okay, so one thing that nobody knows is when I, when my parents, when my mom asked me to come to Canada, uh, move away from India, there was two very big reasons for me to say yes. One was my dad's mom, my, my BG, my grandmother, uh, was like, oh, she's going to be 16 next year. Two more years. We got, we got to get her married. And I'm like, that ain't happening. One. Second, I grew up in a very sheltered, I was spoiled. Like, I, I got pretty much everything I wanted. My parents really took care of me, and they were doing well at that time. Uh, and, and I grew up with movies like Grease 2, Fast Forward, Dirty Dancing. And this is the big, naive side of me, okay? So don't laugh. But I thought when they said, do you want to go and study there, I thought I'd be walking into an environment like that. Okay. So when I walked in, and it wasn't, it was, it was a big, uh, big shock. It, it, it was not what I was expecting. I grew up really fast. Let's just say that. I grew up really fast. Okay. Like, I didn't know how to do dishes or anything. I come here, and I have to do my dishes, I have to do my laundry. What? Like, I mean, it was, I was a spoiled brat, and now I'm this. Yeah, this is where you're at. Boy, and now I'm a diva. Now you're a diva. Uh, I, I'm doing pole dancing, and I went skydiving last weekend. Wow. Why Why the skydiving and, well, obviously for a thrill, why the pole dancing? Uh, honestly, I ne it's not on my bucket list because I don't have a bucket list. People always ask me, do you have a bucket list? I'm like, no, I want to just experience and do whatever just comes to me. So my friend was turning 50 and she sent me a message saying, she's like, I have one spot. I want to go skydiving. You want to go? I just said yes without even thinking. Uh, I am scared of heights. Uh, so that was one fear that I crossed off my list. Okay. And the poll? Let's talk um, about that poll, Darpan. Not on the lucky list, but... Oh, the poll. <laughs> Let's talk about what that poll. What do you want to know? It's awesome. What? 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 what <laughs> the poll called you. What? <laughs> I understand. It's, it, it's an incredible feat of athleticism, the, the pole dancing. <laughs> I've even thought about... That was going to be one of my challenges back in the day when I was doing 90-day challenges. As I was going to try... Uh, pole dancing of course it wasn't as popular as it was right now when people were starting to question what exactly was going on with my personal and professional life honestly i'm big on yoga and meditation and dancing i'm not big on like working out which i know i should which i'm going to get into my core is very weak and one of the reasons i wanted to do the pole dancing was best one because there's dancing there's good music you gotta swing around the pole be sexy uh, and i'm a diva um, right. and it's good for your core. So one of the reasons I've, and I've been wanting to do it for at least, I don't know, three or four years, but then I had a concussion and then stopped any, anything and everything I really wanted to for a little while. Uh, but I, I go to cherry blossom. It's all the way in Salem. So it's a 40 minute drive for me from Manatee to go there, but I wanted to support a local, uh, entrepreneur over there too. And they're great. The teachers are great. Um, I, I totally, and and love it. It, it. It's it's hard work. I, I it's not easy. It's not easy at all, especially for someone like me whose core is not that that strong. Um, but I'm having fun with it, and I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna. I've done already, and I have more sessions coming. 
And did you know that there's going to be another Dirty Dancing with the original baby in it? No way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, the way it used to work in my household when I was young, my sister used to get one week where she could rent a video, and I would get another week where I could rent a video. I always oh, let nice. my dad rent my videos. So he put me onto some really great films that otherwise maybe, you know, a 13 or 12-year-old, you know, wouldn't get into, something more obscure, like Blues Brothers, for instance. Uh, and then my sister would always, every week, she would get dirty dancing for I can't even tell you how long, at least once a month, like, until she left the house. And so I, I, can't, I can't deny that I would not leave baby in the corner. Uh, I, I I had those my own videos or whatever you want to call it. I bought them and I would pretty much watch it almost every day. And I would watch it in my room because my dad didn't like watching those movies. Oh yeah. So I had a private like you know area where I would watch them. But like, good, yeah, yeah, lots of good memories for sure. Absolutely. Well, Darkman, I know you're incredibly busy. And the fact that you would take out one hour to talk to me, I am, I am humbled by it. Uh, so thank you, and I appreciate it. If people want to find out more about you, where do they go? Uh, come check out or pop into Manatic Natural Market. It's in Manatic, right next to the Gingerbread Man. So you can't so any questions, reach out or call me, or PM me. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. All right. Well, thank you once again. I also want to give a huge shout out to my sponsor, uh, Gallant Media. They do website, uh, web design, graphic design. How do I mess this up after like about 30 episodes? <laughs> they also do custom t-shirts like this bad boy right here. I love uh, that shirt. I think I'm going to buy one off you. Thank you. And we're going to donate $5 to the food bank. All right. Uh, so GallantMedia.ca. All right. You take care, be well, and love simply because you can. Thank you for having me, Jason. I really do appreciate it. This is great.